Welcome to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with your host, Glenn Ambrose. Hello, welcome to the show. We've got a special two-part episode, and I have my first guest. Are you excited? I'm very excited. I'm excited. (laughs) Gladys Ellen is with us for the next two um, podcast episodes, and uh, I'm going to let her tell you all what she does. Hi, Glenn. Hi, Gladys. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be your first guest, and as you know, we both have always have a lot to talk about. So I'm sure this will be interesting and fun. Yes. Um, So those who don't know me, I'm a holistic health practitioner and spiritual advisor. And what I do is I help people through trying and troubling times, help them move through obstacles in their life in a healthy and positive way. Um, I'm also a spiritual medium and angel intuitive. um, And I help give guidance to people who have lost loved ones who want to connect with their guardian angels and guides for their best and highest good. I have an office in Warwick on Warwick Avenue. It's called Heavenly Hugs. And I've been in business for about eight years now. That's awesome. And I've known you for quite a while, and I've experienced a lot of things that you do. Mm-hmm. And, and I have you at my center, too, because it's um, experiencing it, I know how wonderful it is and how transformative mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've helped me in, in my career, too, mm-hmm. opening me up to some things that I do. Mm-hmm. So it's been awesome, awesome knowing you Thank and you. having you a part of my journey. And you even helped uh, decorate my place. I did. Yeah. <laughs> that I was did. if there was a if there was a lull in the conversation. That's what I was going to bring up because I couldn't remember. But that was you that helped decorate the place. Yep, that you talked about right that there. for like weeks. Yeah, <laughs> that I needed right a there, woman's yep. touch. Mm-hmm. Yep, we hung pictures, hung curtains, decided where things were going to be. <clears throat> so yes, yeah, it's a beautiful the, space. The big uh, like seven piece Buddha is mm-hmm. uh, is. His favorite part, I think. That yeah. took a long time <laughs> <laughs> to center. It did. Yeah. We used our pencil and rulers and aligning. <laughs> yes, and stood back and argued <laughs> about it. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh. yes. And I'm hoping, actually, I'm hoping to do more gallery events where people can come and ha- come for group readings. So that's my intention for 2016: is to be able to be able to be out there more, to be able to offer more of that because it it is a different experience for people, and they can come if they've lost a loved one, but they can also come if they're struggling in their life and really need some guidance with what the next step is. So I find that, you know, they're, they're educated, they learn, and then they also receive messages for themselves. So my intention is to do more of that in 2016. Yeah. And you've done that twice here, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And we've, you're coming December 14th. Mm -hmm. Yep. Monday. Yeah. To do that again, and that's that's always wonderful because, like, at the end is my favorite part. I mean, I like I enjoy the time that we're doing it, but afterwards, everybody is so their energy is so up. It Everybody's is. wandering wandering around talking to mm-hmm. each other, and they're like, "Oh my god, that was amazing!" And mm-hmm. it's it's really cool. It is, which I get a kick out of because well, and that's, they're filled with energy, right? They're filled yeah. up. They're feeling good again. They remember what it's like to be uplifted and to feel like there's hope, and also action they're excited to go out and take the steps that they were given and that's i think that's the best part of my job is to see the transformation in people yeah that light come on in their eyes that's i always Mm -hmm. talk about that in my work it's it's that 
It's I don't always see like a deadness in somebody's eyes when I see them, mm-hmm. but boy, I see it turn on when it does. Yes. You know, when that yep. hope goes into their eyes and yeah. they 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 leave. So that's yeah, that's one of my favorite parts. It's a beautiful gift. Could it you, is. Could you take me th- as as someone that is you know more on the outside of this? Could you take me through a reading? Uh, what, what does that entail? Um, like what what happens? Yeah, absolutely. So I believe everybody has an energy field. And, you know, I tell my clients, whatever they have going on in their world, they bring that with them today. Energy is something that we're all aware of. We're all aware of when somebody walks in the room and they're aggravated or upset, you know, they don't have to say anything. You know, if somebody comes in and they're super positive and uplifted. So we all have the ability to read energy every single day if we're tuned in. Some people are more tuned in than others. So... Um, I've learned to master the art of reading that energy. And so what it does is it helps people. And then what I do is I take that energy and I connect it with an archangel, an ascended master, or maybe a loved one that's passed to bring them messages that are going to comfort them, support them, teach them, and inspire them, kind of uplift them. So I find it's a beautiful thing. So when I first had my reading... Um, because I was never, I never knew I could do this. I didn't grow up, you know, with a family of mediums. I was just in a really bad place in my life and I got a gift certificate to go for a reading. And when I left there, the biggest thing I realized is that I wasn't alone, that there are these guardian angels, guides, beings of light, whatever you want to call them there that hear my pain, hear my sadness and are offering information that can help me the action when you're in that place of depression and desperation you can't see what the next step is you can't uh get yourself out of that so by going to that session and realizing that I'm not alone and that I can call on these guides my thought was what do I have to lose I'll try it and that's when it opened up and that's when it kind of exploded. And so I was a real estate paralegal before I did this. So working in a law firm, doing like 90 closings a month, it was insane, right? And so finally I'm now looking into angels and law of attraction and the laws of the universe and energy. And I'm like, wait a minute, there's something to this. And it kind of led me, I ended up, um, you know, getting let go from that paralegal job as I was begging God to be let go, right? (laughs) And then um, two weeks after I got let go, I opened up my business in 2007. And I've been on this mission to just really help people connect with themselves, you know, to know themselves better, that they know that they can get through this. Because life is really, it is really fun and wonderful. And you're talking to somebody who gave up on life. You know, I had a suicide attempt when I was 19. So I was done with life, you know. And now look at me. Now I can't live enough. I'm firewalking and jumping out (laughs) of planes and jumping off bridges, like all this crazy stuff. But I feel like... It's allowing me to feel alive, to push through the fears that limited me for so long. So I take those experiences and I help people on top of my ability to intuitively connect with them. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, that was an awesome description. Thank you. Heck yeah. And that, you know, I think that leads us right into the topic. You know, uh, we've discussed this before, but um, I really like how your... The, the clarity in which, you know, you you have this mindset and you apply it to everybody's life. So can you tell us a little bit about our subject today? Yes, yep. Well, we're going to dive more into the idea of soul mission and spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe from what I've seen that we have two paths in life. 
We have our sole mission, which is what we do for others, whatever we do for others. It's our jobs. It's letting people go at, at a stop sign. It's letting people in at an intersection. It's helping people in a grocery store. It's being there for friends, cooking meals when they need them. It's like whatever we're doing for others. The spiritual journey is what we do for ourselves. And I think that piece has been ignored for a very long time, especially with caregivers, healers, earth angels, light workers. We're here to serve. I mean, the whole planet is here to serve. Every job serves in some way. I mean, this is terrible, but even drug dealers serve a purpose. They're serving, they're addicted, <laughs> they're people who are addicted, right? I mean, good, bad, or indifferent, everybody <laughs> serves on some way. Obviously, the, the doctors, the lawyers, hairstylists, they're helping people. So we're naturally here to serve. But what happened is because of old beliefs, conditioning, society, we've been all about taking care of everybody else. And we believe that well, there was this belief that it's selfish to put yourself first. It's selfish to take care of yourself. And that's the spiritual journey aspect of mm -hmm. it. And um, I started to get more clarity on it in 2013. So leading up to that, 2007, 8, 9, 10, 11, there were these awakenings. People were losing their jobs. They were losing houses. They were losing their cars. I mean, I had clients who were millionaires. And then, you know, they were coming in and they've lost everything, you know. And now right. they've had to start from scratch, you know. And what I found that they realized, like, what was important, it was bringing them back to family. It was bringing them back to friends and being grateful for being alive, you know, and getting through this. So 2013 was the year where karma came full circle. It was like we were releasing these old beliefs, old ways of doing things, old relationships, jobs, things that weren't making us not happy anymore. And they were, we were starting to be unplugged from this codependency, whether we were codependent on big houses, jobs, family, friends, you know, codependent on, you know, um, substances. People started to have this awakening and started to say, hey, wait a minute. I can't take care of you because I need to take care of myself. I'm a mess. Mm. And I found that that was a common thing with, with caregivers, too, is that you know, we were all about everybody else to the point where we were in such lack, in such debt. Our health was, um, like... A mess, mm. you know. We weren't happy in our jobs, and we're kill. We were killing ourselves to for what to like serve others. So, what we started to do is realize that hey, you know what? I need to take a step back, and I need to take care of this because law of attraction now put it in our face. You know, we couldn't. We could, the debt was so bad, the health was so bad that we had no choice but to stop. And now look at that spiritual journey, mm. right? And so 2013, we started to have these awakenings. So 2014 was the year of self-discovery. We were challenged and tested in ways that forced us to learn more about ourselves, what we could get through, what we could overcome, who was our support system, who wasn't there for us. 2015 has been the year of action. So coming out of that year into this year, it's like, all right, now that I know all this stuff, what can I do about it? And a lot of people have been taking baby steps this year, you know, <laughs> yes. making making changes, making, you know, minor adjustments, make huge changes in the long run. So we've kind of been taking these actions and pushing, um, you know, kind of pushing the envelope. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Because <laughs> you're laughing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, that's exactly what 2015 has felt like. Okay. So. Um, 
what is 2016 going to I know. Be? That's <laughs> coming. Just, that's coming. Yes. Can you just tell me now? Yes, that's coming. That's actually a big part of what I'm what I'm doing um, soon. And it's interesting. I, I appreciate that you get that because, as you said, you're kind of like outside of this field, let's say. So for somebody who is more mainstream, the message still rings true to you. You know, so this is where I see that it's not just the healers and the people who are intuitives and the caregivers. It's it's everybody on a collection and we're moving it, whether it's small or big, we're starting to make these changes, you know, and it doesn't matter where we are in our lives. It's the quality of life that we're going to live. I want to be more joyful. I want to be more happy. You know, this person weighs me down. This is your spiritual journey stuff. This is now you looking back at yourself and saying, wait a minute, I'm not happy. And what can I do about it? What's going to fulfill me more? And, going one step further is these obstacles that we've gone through have been an opportunity for us to grow, you know, know ourselves better. You know, that's one thing, you know, I, you know, wanted to bring up was the idea of self-care and self-love, that spiritual journey stuff. You know, it is being able to pay your bills. It's being able to <laughs> take care of your body. It's being able to do your laundry. It's it's being able to sleep when your body needs sleep. This is all spiritual journey stuff that so many of us ignore because of working and kids and, you know, and that's what's so challenges. important too is is that's how it applies to everybody. You know, I like oftentimes I'll say like when I first started this podcast, I didn't bring the word spirituality into it too much because I was trying to kind of just meet people where they were, and then it, spirituality is becoming more of it. But it's this is you know everything that you just talked about is the are the things that people are going through, mm-hmm. everybody, and it doesn't matter if they consider themselves spiritual yeah. or if they don't. Yeah. It's everybody is going through this type of stuff Mm -hmm. and so it's that's what i like about this because to me it's truth and you can label it as spirituality you can label it as awakening or or, yeah living living (laughs) yeah you can you know you can just be like oh this is life you know i've I've, life has gotten busier and you can blame it on technology you can you can say whatever you want the fact is is it's happening Mm -hmm. and we're all experiencing it Mm -hmm. and you know that's that's what i like about it Mm -hmm. it's it it does apply to everyone Mm -hmm. whether you know no matter what your mindset is well, we're even seeing it on a global level. You know, look at um, you know, look at what's going on in the news and the media. You know, difficult people in our lives are an, it's an opportunity for us to know more about ourselves. You know, I say thank the difficult people for showing you how far you've come, what it is that you do want or don't want. You know, and sometimes difficult people push you to be better. You know, look at. <laughs> Look yeah, at, yes, you they know, do. Look at, I can, they I don't can. have a choice, right? You know, so yeah. instead of saying you did this to me and you did that to me, take a look back, take a step back and saying, you know, thank you for coming into this life, being that difficult person so that I could break free from this, so that I could learn from this, so that I could grow from that. And it's hard to do that. And very, you know, yes, usually it, it, it takes a couple stages. <laughs> it does. It's, e- <laughs> it's, it's easier middle, said than done. Yeah, certainly. there's a little uh, gray in between the mm-hmm. victim and the thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, it it's takes part a little of the while. Process. Right. It takes yeah. a little while to work through that to go from the I can't believe you did this to me to the oh, you know, thank you for helping me grow. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. a that's a big leap, but 
but it's true. But it's something true. to work towards. Oh, absolutely. It's something to know when you get to that place where you can forgive that person in a place where you're saying, I've learned from this mm. and I'm going to take this and I'm going to make something better with it, you know, right. and grow with it. Because, you know, the things that have happened to me, I can guarantee you it'll never happen again, right. you know, because I've <laughs> learned from it, right? So being able to look back and saying, thank you for being that way so that it would make me realize and learn more about myself and love myself more and believe I'm worthy and deserving or, you know, be able to push myself farther, you know, than I thought I could. So there are two kind of people in life. There are people who will empower us and there are people who will teach us about our power by taking our power. Mm. And so those people, like I said, we want to like punish them or we want to be angry at them and we want to blame them, right? And so what they're doing is they've come in to be able to help us. So they serve a purpose. They're not bad people, but their mission is really to kind of push us out of our comfort zones to teach us because we wouldn't be able to grow and learn and really live our life purpose by serving humanity if, you know, we were stuck in this place for so long. So sometimes it's a matter of seeing, okay, these people in my life are pushing me and they're teaching me about my power. And then these people are are the ones who are empowering me. These people are the ones that I can really lean on, you know. And so, again, we have to have the experience to be able to understand that. So we can't beat ourselves up for allowing it to happen. But what we can do is we can say, thank you, God, for waking me up and seeing what these people have been doing to me, whether they be bosses, best friends, your mom or dad, or even your child. Mm. You know, they're the ones that are closest to us that are teaching us the hardest lessons right now. And this is all part of that spiritual journey stuff, getting to know what's acceptable now and what's not. Yeah, exactly. And it, it is, it's that, <clears throat> the biggest lessons, it's once, you know, the way I usually say it is, Life is happening for us, not to us, Mm -hmm. you know, so when we can get out of that victim mode Mm -hmm. of, you know, this, why is this happening to me? Why are they doing that to me? You know, and then look at it from the perspective that maybe it's happening for me. And what can I get out of this? Mm -hmm. How can I, how can this direct me to, you know, being a better person? Mm -hmm. And what can I grow from you know, where can I grow from this? Mm-hmm. What is my growing edge? And, you know, that's that's when the gratitude can start creeping in, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. You know, and we have to kind of see, you know, God, for me, God is the highest vibration of un- unconditional love. It's this massive energy that pushes us to the positive, the uplifting to grow. And so, you know, we have to sometimes see, sometimes we want to say, oh, it's God punishing me. Oh, it's, you know, he doesn't want the best for me. And so that energy of love, of course, would want the best for us. But again, we have to go through these challenges in order to see how far we've come to to grow. You know, I found that, you know, we're, we're usually in... Uh, we're usually in a certain stage in our life with these process with lessening uh, with lessons. I call it the birthing process. So even though we're born doesn't mean we're not born over and over and over again. So think about the birthing process. You know, when you're in the womb, you're comfy, cozy, all your needs are met, you're happy and you're growing within that, right? You know, you're being carried, you're being taken care of. It's a comfortable space. 
Well, after a while, you start to outgrow that space. You know, you've taken all you can from that space that you're in. So what happens is Mother Nature or the universe then hits that go button, right? And which starts the, the water breaks, right? And now you're going through this birthing process, which is scary. It's traumatic for the parent, the mother, the father. It's, it's traumatic for the child going through that process. And that's where a lot of times we find ourselves in that scary place that mm. I don't know what's going to happen on the other side. This is painful and I don't want to leave this environment, but knowing you've outgrown it and it's time for you to shift, right? And so a lot of people find that's where they kind of stop. There's that fear. And I feel like that's where we've got to lean on God, source, creator, universe, more so than ever to saying, all right, I know I'm moving through this process, but help me at least see the light. Help me at least know that there's love and comfort and support on the other side. You know, help me to keep going so that I'm not so afraid that I stop, you know. And then, you know, when you're out on the other side, there's always some nurturer on the other side to get you, whether the doctor, a, a, a mom, an adoptive mom, a grandmother, you know, a, a, a sibling, a, a family member. There's always somebody on the other side. So we have to remember that we're going to get through it and we're going to have the support on the other side. And then when you're quote unquote born, now you have to get used to a new environment. Okay, well, who am I now outside of that place? Mm. Where am I growing? And we have to kind of go through those, that learning process again. But again, we, we're wiser, you know, we're, we're more knowledgeable. And then as you're growing, you end up back in that womb state again. Like, all right, I got this and I feel good. And so people are going to be challenged with health, with finances, with their jobs, with their family members, with their friends. You know, we keep moving through these cycles and it just makes us bigger, better, stronger, faster in a spiritual way, more awake, more aware. Problem is more people are more open to change now. You know, there there's so much out there that challenges people. I mean, look at Tony Robbins and the firewalking and look at Oprah and what she's opened up spiritually for people. She's being able to reach mainstream the mainstream community and really kind of open them up to another way, right? Mm-hmm. So this isn't something that's like airy-fairy. It's something that we can all relate to that we've all been going through. So, you know, I ask my clients, like, where are you in that process? Are you in the womb? Are you coming out of the birthing canal? Or have you just gotten on the other side and you're like, all right, now I got to get my bearings, lean on my support system and trust that they're going to they're gonna be able to help me, that they're going to be able to teach me what they know so that I can grow. Yeah, and I think, you know, when you... When you look at it like that and, you know, you, you know, a baby can come out the other side and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened to me. Mm-hmm. I'm such a victim. Mm-hmm. You know, that was horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they you know? don't. They don't they know don't. any better. No. Right? <laughs> they come out the other they side. And, and the parents, you know, I mean, having been there when my son was born, it's, you know, when that when that child is there, it's it, it goes instantly from fear, like, oh, my God, this is intense to, oh, my God, that was the most beautiful experience I ever had, mm-hmm. you know, which mm-hmm. is exactly, you know, what we're talking about. It's the, if, if we stay stuck in the fear and that's all we pay attention to, that's where we get stuck. Oh, yeah. my, this, this process is so difficult. It, it hurts. It's painful. It's, oh, no, no, no. But, but when we're on the other side of it, we can instantly, you know, everything that's difficult what we would deem as difficult or maybe even negative in in, in our lives, mm-hmm. whatever we deem as that, when we accept it, grow from it, it instantly turns mm-hmm. into one of the most beautiful things, mm-hmm. you know? You know, and I, I do want to make clear, too, that 
this is a process. You know, when we're going through change, there it's a grieving process. So it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to be not happy where you are in that moment. I think people feel sometimes like being spiritual means you always have to be happy. <laughs> that you always have to get it. Well, I have to say, some of the experience I've I went when I've went through, I was pissed off. I said it was not fair. It stunk, <laughs> right? And so I see now, looking back, how beautiful it was. But what I did was I gave myself an opportunity to sit with it to sit with the anger to sit with the fear and saying all right with the fear what's the worst thing that can happen you know I'm still gonna have a roof over my head you know I'm still gonna have people who are gonna love me and being able to talk yourself through it it's the people who stuff and ignore and think oh I should be this way or I should be that way that it gets more challenging and we all know law of attraction it's gonna come back right so being able to lean on your support system so you know you know when you come out that parent on the other side that's that's God right that's that's God saying, you did it. I'm so proud of you. And I'm going to be here for, me, for you. And I, I love you more. And I use that word God and like source, creator, universe, unconditional love vibration, whatever that energy is. Mm. We're all becoming awakening to there is something more. There is something that's leading us. There is something that's giving us this joy and happiness because again we're seeing all the sadness in the world you know what i mean and the the changes and the destruction and the demise of that energy that lower vibration right and what it's doing is it's bringing people together stronger you know it's, i think it's we're seeing that a little to, more i mean finally. look at america and paris right now you know reaching out we're talking about two different worlds now coming together in that in that unity you know so unfortunately cataclysmic events have to happen in order to restore balance so we're wake we're woken up you know that god life is so precious and you just never know you know so it's not like god goes in you know i don't believe god kills people in drunk driving accidents or or events like that i think people do but there's right. always light that comes from it there's always a gift that we learn and of course you know it's 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 terrible to lose somebody there's a pain that just doesn't go away when you lose somebody like that but what it does is it helps you appreciate life a little bit more to be a little bit more caring saying okay there's nothing i can do about this but how can i change things to make the world a better place just with myself. That's spiritual journey stuff. That's going deep within and saying, okay, I can overcome this. And now I can b meld soul mission and spiritual journey together. I can take my lessons and what I've learned and be able to help people with it. So be giving yourself the gift to be able to move through these these obstacles and these challenges to be able to give back to others in the future is really the true gift. So, so many people struggle with life purpose and what am I here for? You're here to serve. So just be who you are, learn as much as you can and then share that with people and then your purpose will serve you. Yeah. And I think, I think we're, they're putting more attention on that finally now too, with the traumatic events I'm seeing, you know, obviously you get the the barrage of what happened in every media channel there is, but you're also getting uh, more of a barrage now of of how people are reaching out and and it's it's capturing people's interest more. Mm -hmm. You know, things of one person helping another in these difficult situations are going viral more. Mm -hmm. And it's you know, I saw some of it with the with the Sandy Hook. Yes. Murders. You know, the, so, some of the parents, the way they've dealt with that is absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. And, the, you know, when they, when they opened up to it and worked through it, they were able to, one, 
get through such a difficult experience in a healthier way for themselves, but also help the other parents and the world in general. Anybody that listened to their story mm-hmm. was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. you went through this and this is what you got out of it. Mm-hmm. And what a tribute to your child's life. And if you can do that, I can do it mm-hmm. in, in, in my life with, with my smaller mm-hmm. difficulties, yep. you know? And so, so the, and the amount of help. And it them to appreciate. Yeah, it's just, it expands and expands and expands. And, you know, I, I think before it was, before all this shifting started taking place, mm-hmm. it was almost like people would sweep that under the rug and think that, oh, well, yeah, they must be, you know, weird or something, mm-hmm. you know? But now it's becoming more and more, and people are being held in high regard that are able to come to this level of acceptance and growth mm-hmm. through these difficult times and really be um, role models for us all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of, my, one of my regular prayers is to teach me my lessons easy. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to... I, I went through enough big stuff. I don't yeah. want... You know. I'll learn them through everybody else. Yeah, I'll learn I'll what le- they've gone through. I'll, I'll, I'll learn from that. So I want to I be very, very aware. <laughs> and I want to learn yes. from other people's experiences. I want to have my eyes wide open in my own life mm-hmm. so I can learn these lessons easy instead of uh, having, you know, traumatic <laughs> events mm-hmm. come into my experience. And that's how you know you've grown. You know, mm. when you're aware of it, you can shift it and change it in the moment. You know, when you're living consciously and being present, like what's happening around me? How am I feeling today? That spiritual journey stuff. Oh, I'm not really feeling that great. Well, you know what? Maybe I need some more rest. What does my body need to eat? And we break out of the conditioning, the the rote, like, wake up, have this for breakfast. You take the same drive to work. You go to work. You know, you go home. There's nothing wrong with that. But what happens is you start to miss these um, important signs that the universe is giving you. Uh, you know, we're kind of like, you know, think about your car. You know, your car gives you warning signs when you need an oil change or when you have a flat tire or your engine light goes on and you have problems. Your car is giving you warnings. What happens when you ignore those warnings, right? Right. You end up stuck on the side of the road. So that's what being conscious and present really means being aware of what's happening around you. Hey, you know what? I keep seeing this over and over again, or this keeps popping up in my life. Maybe I should pay attention to that. That's conscious living, right? And the universe is giving you signs saying, Hey, this is to come. Sometimes I do things. And afterwards I'm like, man, thank God I did that. Thank you, God, for, you know, giving me that, you know, insight because that just made it so much better or it lessened the impact and speeded up the recovery process. Cause I had this feeling something was going to happen or, you know, through dreams or through people telling you, you know, I usually say, you know, to the universe, tell me twice. If it's something I'm supposed to do, say, be or have, tell me twice. So I'll see the same numbers twice. Or, um, you know, a couple years ago, uh, a gentleman handed me this book to read. It was called Proof of Heaven. And um, I was, um, you know, I was thinking, oh gosh, you know, how am I going to find time to read this book? Right. And then two days later, uh, and I was like, oh, I'll read it when I'm on the plane on my trip, which was like a few weeks from then. A nurse comes into my office a couple a couple days later and she says, oh, hey, Gladys, have you read Proof of Heaven? And I was like, <laughs> there's my sign. Is that the book about the neuro? Yes, uh, yes. And he got really sick. Surgeon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he got really sick. Yeah. And it was all about like the divine and his experience on he, the other side. He came and did a... Um a book signing and stuff in Westerly, uh, like he last did. year or two. He did. You're right. Um, so, if somebody's stuck on the side of the road, yeah, s- 
spiritually, yes. wants help, looking for help, uh, where can they contact you? How can they get a hold of you? They can contact me. Uh, you know, I have a, a beautiful website at Gladys Ellen, E-L-L-E-N.com. And um, my office is at 917 Warwick Avenue in Gold Plaza. Um, and um, they can go online and book appointments online. They can find out my services. I do a lot of energy work and um, spiritual guidance. I teach a lot of classes, energy training. So everything is on my website. Awesome. Glenn? Yes. What, about, what, if, what, if, what if somebody wants to get a hold of you? Well, you know. You can listen to one of my other podcasts where I left my... (laughs) 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 Just go to my website as well, life-enhancement-services.com. And um, so I guess we're going to wrap up for now, but we are going to come back with the second half of this topic because, um, you know, we're just scratching the surface now. That went fast. (laughs) Yeah, it did go fast. So we kind of set you up. We're going to we're going to slam you home on the next one. And we one. are going to talk about 2016, so don't think I forgot. Yes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, thanks for joining us everybody. This podcast is presented by New Shore Productions. Executive producers Glenn Ambrose, Benjamin Barber, and David DeAngelis. Mm-hmm.